0: commemorating a past holocaust while cheerleading the current one. The U.S. and eight of its allies have suspended funding to UNRWA, the primary humanitarian agency in Gaza, following Israeli allegations that a dozen employees of the 30,000-member organization were involved in the October 7th attack by Hamas. The allegations conveniently sprung up at the same time as the International Court of Justice rulings against Israel in the genocide case brought against it by South Africa, quickly supplanting the ICJ ruling in Western mass media headlines. The U.S. has continued to dismiss the South African case as unfounded. A senior Israeli official told Axios that Israeli intelligence agencies came upon the information about the Unrest staffers largely through, quote, interrogations of militants who were arrested during the October 7th attack. Israel has an extensive history of using torture in its interrogations, and there's no reason to believe it hasn't been using it on captured Hamas fighters in recent months. So to recap... Accusations of genocide deemed credible by the International Court of Justice, preposterous lies, not worth opposing a single massacre over. Unsubstantiated claims about unrest staff extracted via torture, gospel truth, worthy of ending humanitarian support to Gazans for. How does any unproven claim by the Israeli government get treated seriously by anyone anymore? There ought to be a limit on how many lies you can get caught circulating before the entire political media class just starts laughing at you whenever you make any claim about anything. It's been so surreal watching empire managers issue solemn words in honor of Holocaust Memorial Day while enthusiastically facilitating a modern-day genocide in Gaza. Here's a tweet by Antony Blinken. Today we mourn the more than 6 million Jews and persons of other groups murdered and persecuted during the Holocaust by the Nazis and their collaborators. We must apply the lessons of the Holocaust to combat all forms of intolerance and build a world where hate has no place. Commemorating the Holocaust while cheerleading for the current Holocaust is next-level dystopia. The IDF shot and killed a Palestinian man who had a white flag in a designated safe zone right in front of an ITV news crew, drawing headlines around the world. It's been undeniable that the IDF routinely kills Palestinians who are waving white flags ever since last month, when they killed three escaped Israeli hostages who were waving a white flag, mistaking them for Palestinians. This was just the first time the Western press filmed it. Biden is preparing to send Israel 50 child-murder jets and 12 child-murder helicopters. But oh no no, we mustn't focus on this too much because it's an election year and Trump is a very bad person. A re-election campaign for a Democrat president coinciding with an active genocide backed by that same president is exposing the face of the Democratic Party clearer than anything I can remember. I understand the logic of lesser evil voting. I just don't understand the logic of designating a president who backs a literal genocide and engages in nuclear brinkmanship a lesser evil. A political establishment which tells you you have to choose between two presidential candidates who both want to help Israel murder children by the thousands is a political establishment which must not be permitted to exist. Israel has been caught in lie after lie after lie after lie lie since October 7th, yet we're meant to believe it's crazy, anti-Semitic Holocaust denialism to think it may have lied about some of the stuff that happened on October 7th as well. Young people spent 2020 protesting against racism and injustice and spent 2022 being told that it's bad for an occupying force to drop bombs on people. But when Israel started a racist and unjust bombing campaign in 2023, older generations were still somehow surprised to see young people stand against it. To defend Israel is to defend the U.S. Empire, because the military might of the U.S. Empire is what makes Israel's existence possible. You can't separate the two. Israel apologists pretend they're defending a plucky little underdog country in the Middle East and a persecuted religious minority, when really they're defending the most powerful empire that has ever existed, and the most murderous and tyrannical power structure of the 21st century.